We're talking today about the subject of deliverance, which is a very controversial subject. Dero, ngina kusumesa kusomo ilio kusumululua. In the body of Christ. But really, one fourth of Jesus' ministry. He went about doing good, healing people that were oppressed of the devil. That's Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. Said Jesus went about doing good. Healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. The Bible doesn't really make a big distinction about possession and oppression and all the different things. People try to argue about these things. The Greek word is a word that really just means you come under the influence of an evil spirit. You've been demonized or come under the influence of an evil spirit. Years ago, I was in a Baptist church. On a Wednesday night, singing out of the songbooks. Suddenly, this 18, 19, 20 year old girl fell on the floor and it looked like she was having a seizure. I'm not used to seeing people in the Baptist church, Southern Baptist church, fall on the floor. And roll around. But it looked like she must be having a seizure. There was a medical doctor there that night. His name's Dr. Rice. And they wanted to take the little girl down to a one of the church members' homes that live close there to the church. To examine her and things like this. And so, I wanted to go down there. So when I got down there, this little 18-year-old girl, probably less than, probably running about 110 pounds, just a, a small young girl suddenly there was this masculine voice that was speaking out of her I had a friend I was going to Bible college at that time I had a friend with me and he got so afraid when this girl started speaking with a masculine voice and all of the, and she had supernatural strength four or five guys couldn't hold her down he got so scared that he ran out of the house and said I got to get out of here well I didn't know what to do either but I always believed that the Bible had power in it. I just didn't know how to get power out of the Bible. I just believed that the Bible had power. You know, I used to, as a kid, 
in my stupidity, you used to watch all of these scary movies and television programs and you'd see Dracula and he'd be after a person to suck the blood out of him and then suddenly somebody would hold a cross up and scare the vampire away. Well, that's the way I kind of thought about the Bible. I thought, you know, the Bible has power in it. I just don't know how to get it out of there. So, I thought maybe I could just scare the devil by showing it the Bible, but that didn't scare the book. The devil and so this devil and this little girl started directing its attention towards me and saying you're going to hell I said no I'm not no I'm not that devil again said, you're going to hell. I said, no, no, I'm not, no, I'm not. It's a wonder the devil just didn't pick me up and throw me through the, uh, through the window or out the door. This devil seemed to have authority over me. Power over me. What was I going to do? I didn't know what to do. But I always believed the Bible had power in it. So I found myself. I had a Bible with me. And I found myself turning in the Bible just in a random way. And it opened up to Philippians. Chapter 2. And so I began to read the Bible to this demon-possessed girl. And this is what I read. It said here that Jesus being found in the fashion of a man. I'm reading from Philippians chapter 2 beginning with verse 8. It says, Jesus being found in the fashion of a man, he humbled himself. And he became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things in earth, of things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord 
to the glory of God the Father. Don't say that. The devil cried out in the little girl. Don't say that. I can't stand that. I can't stand those words. Don't say that. And I said, well, boy, that's quite a reaction. So I read it again. I said, Jesus humbled himself. He took on the form of a man. He it was obedient and went to the cross. God highly exalted him and gave him a name which is above every name. At the name of Jesus, every knee must bow, whether it be things in heaven or things on this earth or things under the earth. And every tongue will confess Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Don't say that I can't stand those words, she said. The devil grabbed her by the ears like this. Don't say that. Don't say that I can't stand those words. Don't say that. Those words were tor- was tormenting the devil in her. So I read it again. I said at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow, things in heaven, things in earth, things on the earth. Every tongue we confess Jesus Christ, Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Every knee shall bow. And then the devil threw her in the floor. Before me. And she began to bow. At the name of Jesus. A few a few minutes before, the devil's going to probably pick me up and throw me out the window. He seemed like he had authority and power. All of a sudden, all I did was read the word. That word empowered by the Holy Spirit brought the devil to his knees. And that day, I realized how much power there is in the word of God. You know, I realize that usually when I want to go read the Bible or study the Bible or meditate on the Bible, you know what happens? I, got, I get hungry. I've got to go to the refrigerator. I got to get a glass of iced tea. I remember all the things I haven't done all day. I, I need to go change the oil in a car. I need to go do this. I need to go fix something that needed to be fixed for a long time. And I realized that there's something, an invisible force that doesn't want you and doesn't want me 
Agata kwa gali zagwe nange. To know what's in the Bible. Okumanya chini mbaibuli. And more than that. Atendo kusingira dalanawo. Doesn't want us to know the God behind these words. Jesus Christ went about doing good. Healing all that was oppressed of the devil. And to make a long story short, that little girl got delivered over the next few days from many, many evil spirits. She's one of the finest Christian girls that I know of today. Has a great Christian family and Christian husband. Because what bound her and what held her just like Jesus said he went into a church one day, Yesu mukanisa, a synagogue, Jesus did. And in the church, omo, there was a woman with an unclean spirit of infirmity that caused her mukwata, to have what we call curvature of the spine to be bowed over. Eighteen years, and Jesus says she's a daughter of Abraham. She's under the Abrahamic covenant. And shouldn't she this day be loosed from the authority and power of Satan? The Apostle Paul tells us in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, that as Christians, whether we like it or not, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and wicked spirits in the heavenly places. He called it a wrestling match where that one wrestler wants to pin down the opponent of the other one. Satan wants to pin us down. But the word of God tells us this. We have power and we have authority. The Bible says if we'll draw near to God, he'll draw near to us. If we submit ourselves to God and resist the devil, the devil will flee. That day, many years ago, I didn't know how to resist the devil in an active way. But now from reading the scriptures and understanding I've, I've read from Mark 16 it says these signs shall follow them that believe in my name they shall cast out devils you have authority you have power to preach the gospel to pray for the sick 
and to cast out devils. I want to encourage you, don't let people stay in their bondage. But use the authority God has given to see the sick healed and the captives set free. For the Spirit of God is upon you to preach the gospel. God bless you.